0: Welcome to a single-serving podcast. This is where we change the discussion around being single into one that doesn't suck. I'm your host, Shaney Silver. I'm a writer and freelancer based in Brooklyn, and I've been single for 11 years. Whenever I see content for single women online, it's about dating. How to date, where to date, how to date better, how to survive dating, and I think we deserve more than that. So, on this podcast, it's my goal to expand what we talk about when we talk about being single and acknowledge the realities of it that non single people don't get to see. I'll be joined every week by guests and we'll talk about the positives, the negatives, and all the parts in between and hopefully laugh about them too. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by The Self Coach. The Self Coach is a career consulting business by Kellen Bechtold, who is actually a guest on this podcast. Kellen is in career consulting and has been for 10 years. She's been helping people who are ready for transitions, changes, or just ready to get out of a rut actually do that. She takes a really holistic approach to your career, looking at what's not working right now, what you're passionate about that you would rather be doing, and then helping you build out an actual career path that will help you get to where you want to be. It's also going to include actionable steps that will help you get there in addition to all the essential stuff like reviewing your resume, reviewing your LinkedIn, your cover letters, all of that. She's going to help you negotiate salaries at new roles. She's really going to take a complete look at what you're doing now, what you want to be doing in the future, and then really help you get there. So the self-coach is actually an investment in your future when you think about it. Like you're spending all day, every day at work. You should love what you're doing. You should love where you are, and Kellen's going to help you get there. As a bonus, Kellen is actually offering a discount to listeners of this podcast. She's offering $25 off a three-pack of coaching sessions. So typically, three one-hour sessions are $300, but for you guys, they're $275. So if you would like to get in touch with Kellen, you can visit her at theselfcoach.co, no M on purpose, and I will link to that below in the show notes. And I'm also going to share with you guys a few testimonials from her current clients so you guys can see who she is, what she does, what she's about, and why people love working with her. You guys, I am so excited for this episode. I cannot wait to share it with you. It's going to be so much fun. Um, You know her, you follow her, you love her. Today's guest is Mary McCarthy, a.k.a. Not Engaged. She is the funniest human being ever. She operates an Instagram that is essentially just her left hand without an engagement ring on it, and she's giving me life. I love her so much. We had the most fun conversation. I'm so excited to get into that. Before I do that, I have a couple of things that I want to talk about. Um, so if you are a member of the Facebook group, first of all, if you're not, become a member of the Facebook group, but you might have seen this story posted as a comment recently. Um, and it's so cool. I really want to share it with you. So I'm going to quickly read it because um, it's awesome and I love it. And this is my podcast and I can do what I want. So the story is, I'm not—I'm going to anonymize it because I didn't get her permission to share this, so I'm not going to say her name, but um, here we go sharing a single success story. Background: started volunteering for events in the craft beer scene several years ago because one, I like good beer and volunteers get free beer, and two, men like beer. It's an attempt at putting myself out there. I've volunteered both with friends and on my own with mixed experiences. I've had the most fun with friends, okay, but awkward times by myself. Like I feel like I'm forcing myself to go by myself. <laughs> Last week, a friend was supposed to join me, but she bailed. I was bummed. I was looking forward to a fun time with her, and as an introvert, I, have, I always have a better time when I know someone at these things. I still went. Usually, I stay around for a short while, have a beer or two, trying to chat with people, but not really. This time was different in that I truly found myself giving less of a shit. I sampled some good beer, chatted to people I recognized from the event, but when the conversations petered out, I just went about my business and danced away at the after party. I'm proud of myself. Sure, part of it is that I'm getting older and gathering a broader range of experiences, thus becoming more confident and letting myself just enjoy the moment. But groups and discussions with women like yourselves have really opened the door to self-love and just enjoying the now. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you to whoever posted this in the Facebook group. I love that story so much. I love anytime someone gives less of a shit. (laughs) That makes me very happy because she had a good time. She enjoyed herself. And that is amazing. Being able to enjoy yourself on your own is such a gift and it's such a wonderful thing to put effort into accomplishing. Um, so I'm really proud of this person for being able to do that. Um, I also want to know what that craft beer event is because that sounds super fun. And, um, yeah, thank you for sharing it. And I will continue to share stories on this podcast when I see them, because I think that they can really help other people, um, feel better. And I think that we can support each other in this way by sharing these stories. So please feel free to post them in the Facebook group or to email them directly to me if you don't feel comfortable sharing them in public. Um, I love to hear them. They make my day. Thank you. Uh, A couple other things. So very recently, if you have not seen it in the Facebook group, I posted something to Medium that is very near and dear to my heart. It is a piece called um, How to Be Too Much. And it's a very long essay, and it is actually the first chapter of a book that I would really like to publish one day, that I intend to publish one day. Um, But you guys don't know this, but since um, about April of this year, my literary agent and I have been going out to publishing houses all over New York, some in LA, even London, and um, trying to sell this book. We were not successful, and now we're kind of just like the list has run dry. There's really no one else to send it out to. But I'm not giving up. I really want to publish this book. It is my dream. It is what I want to do. And I think that it is, um, there's a lot of important stuff to say. And I'm really, really proud of the work. It's, it's some of the best writing I've ever done. And I want the world to see it. So in the spirit of giving it legs, I published one chapter from the book on my medium. It's called um, How to Be Too Much. The title of the book that I want to write is called What Do You Call a Single Girl? The Way the World Sees Single Women is a Joke. And every chapter in the book is one word that answers the question, what do you call a single girl? So the original title of this chapter was Intimidating. So the whole essay is about being intimidating. And it's a memoir-style essay, so it's a lot more personal than most of the stuff that I've written. It goes a lot into me being a kid and how I grew up and and all sorts of stuff like that. I'm really proud of it. I really love it. And um, I encourage you to read it. I will link to it in the show notes, but you can also find it on my Medium. If you want to read that, then what else do I have to tell you? Email me anytime. Email me whenever you want. All the time. All the emails. Go for it. Um, my email for this podcast is a single serving podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, you can also join the Facebook group. I've probably said that 85 times at this point. Don't care. It's amazing. Get in there. And then. There's an Instagram account you can follow, a single-serving podcast. Uh, You can follow Shani Silver on Instagram if you want to see cats and baked goods. And um, that's about it. Nope, that's not about it. Sorry. I have a Patreon. A Patreon is very important to independent creators. It helps us keep creating through the support of the people who like our work. So I will link to the Patreon below if you would please consider becoming a patron. There are a variety of tiers available to my patrons. My favorite one is $5 a month, and it gives you access to an exclusive episode that only patrons get. It is a solo episode, and I answer absolutely all of the questions and comments that come in through patrons. So you're um, more than welcome to suggest a topic. I will cover it. It will be in there, and um, it's really cool. I have fun making them for you. Now that's really all. Now I will get into Mary's episode and stop talking into the microphone by myself. This should be way more fun. So if you're like me, you have Instagram. And in the course of your Instagramming, however long you've had it, however often you rely on it to keep you entertained on the subway, you might have come across my guest. I certainly have. I've known about her for a very long time before we became acquainted. And so this is essentially like me talking to a celebrity. Her name is Mary McCarthy. You know her as not engaged. Welcome to my podcast, Mary. I am so happy to have you here.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. A yeah, you my are. Famous. No one knows my face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have the most famous left hand on Instagram, truly. That,
1: that is true. That I'll take.
0: <laughs> um, and I'm sorry that we're not hanging out and drinking wine in the same room, but we're drinking wine in separate rooms, and that Absolutely. counts entirely. Absolutely. It certainly does. I am drinking an extremely bold red that is not meant to be consumed without food, but I am also making tomato sauce in a cauldron on my stove right now, and this went better in that, so
1: that's why. Yeah, well, it's the perfect weather for that. I feel like my whole weekend is just going to be, like, chilly in the crock pot. 100%.
0: And this is the last weekend that I'm going to have like that for a while because various Halloween-focused activities are the next two weekends. There you go. So I'm not going outdoors, if at all possible, this weekend. No.
1: Oh no, it's fleece leggings and Netflix for like months. <laughs> like it's over. For I me. can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, so, to
0: begin with, tell people um, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do for a living, where you live, that kind of thing.
1: Totally. Um, well, I'm an actress and writer. Um, I'm originally from Long Island uh, and I live in Queens now. Uh, yeah, I made a web series called The Good Pie Girl, which is scripted. You won't learn how to bake on it, which I think a lot of my like mom's friends thought they would. And they're like, there's no recipes on here. I'm like, I know it's a scripted comedy series. <laughs> um, do a lot of baking on it. Um, so my life is a good balance of auditions and writing and spilling vanilla all over myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's photographing so your left hand in various. And photographing scenarios. my left. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Um, so a really obvious question that I ask all of my guests when we start: Are you single?
1: I am single. I'm famously single.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Which,
1: you know, if you're going to be single, you might as well be famously single. Like that's a good way to just turn it right around but that's what I, I keep
0: telling myself i mean shit like could i talk I, about this more often on the internet for fuck's sake
1: yeah you gotta just market it and and cash in on it um yeah i don't i've always been really independent and i've never hopped from like one relationship to another so being single doesn't like get to me like i feel like it gets to some people but i, I it's that's just never been a thing for me um and sure we're all human and we all want human connection and love and someone we can blame to get out of plans. But I you know, you can do everything alone that you can do in a relationship. You can go out to eat in the movies and live alone. You don't have the plague. So yeah, I'm I'm perfectly content.
0: As am I. <laughs> the only time that it really becomes a genuine issue is when I have to assemble furniture or kill insects. Apart from that,
1: it's totally cool. So furniture, furniture I've, I've like, mastered, especially, like, living in New York and moving apartments so many times. So that I'm good with. Bugs I'm okay with. The only bug I can't deal with, surprisingly, are moths. I don't know what it is. Weird. I I cannot deal with them. Like, a cockroach, like, if you've been in New York long enough, you just sort of have to deal with it. But if I see a moth, I freak out. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that will be, if I get married, it'll be someone who
0: can just deal with a moth. Which <laughs> the next time I see a cockroach, I'm calling you. You can come Great. over and help me with I this have, like, problem.
1: System. we can like safely get it out. but um, a mom, yeah, I don't. I, they're just they're just so creepy to me. and they fly. Like I can't catch them. They're like um, they're like flying paper. They're very thin. Oh. People say they're like butterflies. They're not like butterflies. They're horrible Mm-mm. like movies around them.
0: That's like if a butterfly auditioned for The Conjuring and got the part, that's what a
1: moth is. Thank you. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. And they're they're tricky.
0: Yeah. They are. They're very sinister beings. They have ulterior motives. I don't trust them. They're, Fuck, now I'm scared of moths, too. God yeah, damn it. Exactly.
1: All right. Exactly. It's the only reason why to get married, is to get rid of moths. <laughs> I mean, needlepoint that on a pillow. Right. Um. So...
0: My audience, this audience, absolutely loves your Instagram account, and they're going to be very, very happy to hear you on this podcast. I know that they are very curious about where the idea for Not Engaged came from. If you wouldn't mind telling us
1: that story. I will be happy to tell that tale. Um, So (laughs) I was a bridesmaid a, a million times, and I had gone to an engagement party out in the Hamptons, and I got home and I went to my parents' house on Long Island and I picked up tacos. Uh, and I just took a picture of it with my hand and sent it to my friend saying, like, when you're not engaged, but at least you have tacos. And that was it. And it was just on this text thread. And a couple of my friends thought that was funny. And then I started a Snapchat. Do not try and find me on Snapchat. I don't know how it works. <laughs> like, I don't understand it. I was snapping, I don't know how to add people, so I had like two people that I was sending it to. Uh, and at one point I was like, I don't understand Snapchat, and also, let's like go big or go home, Mary. Uh, so I created uh, the Instagram account, and it started with like just a few of my friends, and slowly grew, and here we are today. When did this start? Uh, I started the account at the end of, 2016 I think and then yeah it was it's it's funny how it grew it was the end of 2016 is when I like started the Instagram and it was really just my friends following it um and then I know uh on my birthday in 2017 is when I hit like 20k because like I hit 20k for my birthday uh and a few weeks later is sort of when it went like viral on like news things uh, and so it's just grown from there. But it's been a, it's been an interesting like uh, climb for the followers and seeing how people have found it and everything. It's been it's been interesting.
0: <laughs> it's really comforting to know that something good came out of the garbage dump of a year that was 2016. I'm so glad yeah. that we have you that came out of that horrifying sure, year.
1: Right, there was a little glimmer of of hope and something, and that probably I I actually think. I, no, I'm not giving that any credit. But I think there was this like resurgence of like I have to put my like creative things somewhere. You know what I mean? Like I have to do something that is productive and will make me happy. Not that that's it's political in any sense. But um, yeah, I think there was. I I feel, I feel like I created a lot after the fall of 2016.
0: <laughs> I think <laughs> I think being creative is absolutely a political statement. Being happy in the face of so much yeah. hell is absolutely a political statement in the right direction so thank you for for doing that. I felt very similarly at the end of 2016 it was just like I didn't feel like yeah. writing because I was so depressed about everything but the more I did write the better I felt. Yeah. So. And especially
1: like a very female forward mm-hmm. account to uh, yeah I th- I think it was important and just to try and find some laughter or levity. Uh, in the chaos that has been the past few years. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> Can you imagine the movies that are going to be made from the last three years of this time on Earth?
1: Oh, oh I, I think about that a lot, especially, like, as a writer and creator. Actually, I'm very surprised because I I actually thought that a lot of the content that would have come out in the past few years Like, when we had the Great Depression, a lot of, like, musical, like, very silly musical comedies came out. And I was a little surprised that that wasn't, like, a bigger thing that happened in the past few years. Like, you see some of it, but a lot of it has been kind of, like, even, like, dark comedies and and kind of heavy stuff. Uh, So I'm waiting for the light to come back again. (laughs) I know.
0: I know. It will be nice to be able to, like, laugh at this time. I'm not laughing yet, but... No.
1: I don't think anybody is. No, 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 no. So, um,
0: like, although yeah. Elizabeth Warren had a zinger last night at a town hall.
1: <laughs> I can't quote it off the top of my head right now, but I watched that clip and I was like, oh, please.
0: I'll link so, to it in the show notes. Don't worry. Yeah, Everyone right. will be able to find it. Um, so what, overall, what is the, I've never run a viral Instagram account in my life. I've run very modest, but, productive Instagram accounts in my day for somebody with a following like yours, what I'm assuming you get lots of feedback and lots of interaction. What is the like overall response that you get and who do you get it from?
1: Yeah, I, the response has been remarkably and thankfully overwhelmingly positive. Um, I've told a few people this, but I've been saying it's like my little corner of light in the dark, scary internet. The audience is seriously some of like, the kindest and loveliest people. Um, The messages are so sweet and sincere and earnest. And, you know, in starting the account too, like I saw that there was just this lack of content, of of positive content for women in terms of like basic day-to-day living. And like, yes, we have these accounts and their daily affirmations and those are wonderful and positive. But I see so often memes that portray women as catty or having no money or not making smart decisions. And that's just not reflection of the women I know and work with and see on a day-to-day basis. Um, And so knowing that, like, putting that content out there and seeing that overwhelmingly positive response, I hope that will create more positive (laughs) content for women because I think that's really important. And so I've been very happy to see that that's been most of the response and from a very wide range of women, you know what I mean? Like single, married – uh, just broken up with feeling very positive and empowered. Um, and I think that's been a very lovely thing to see. Um, just the very wide range of people that have been following it. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's like, I, I knock on wood every time I say this because it's been, it has been like overwhelmingly positive. I remember doing a news interview once and the woman just kept pushing for like a negative comment or troll or something. And I was like, but I really I truly really don't have one. Like like there have been a couple, but maybe like five. And I was like, it's really not like that. Like like considering it's the internet and uh, like I stay away from Twitter because I think Twitter just scares me a little bit. As <laughs> it, it should it, as you, it should. It's just like a dark hole. <laughs> That I, I I feel like it's like uncontrollable. Whereas I feel like Instagram, at least for me, has been has been very positive.
0: Well, I think good breeds good, <laughs> and yeah, you know, they're, you're 100 percent right. That's a big problem for me too. Is a lot of the memes and quotes and things that I see circulating around being single are yeah. so negative. They're funny, but it's still calling out negative stereotypes about single women, and it's reinforcing them
1: yeah absolutely like the the, like the mean factory accounts like i i'm not gonna lie like i've laughed at some of them but if that's the only thing you're seeing right post after post and that's your entire feed of course you're gonna feel bad about yourself yeah of course you're gonna like reinforce that uh thought that's in your head saying like oh yeah of course i don't have any money of course i'm alone again this christmas like it you know you you have to find some levity that's positive in your life too. And like that reinforces the good choices that you're making because we all make good and bad choices.
0: And it's also very nice to see someone be funny in a positive way because so much humor can go so dark and so negative. And by the way, it's amazing. But to see somebody like give birth to such consistent positive humor is just a riot. And it's nice to laugh at something and not feel like that little negative like tick in the back of your brain at the same
1: time totally. but yeah no it's it's very hard and it, like even in my writing I mean it's so I don't want to say it's easy to go that way but there is like there's there and and I will say like even at the beginning of this account I feel like when I was still figuring out this voice and who it was it sort of went that way and I think actually the audience helped steer it in the right direction and that's why it is what it is today, um, is because it's so positive and it's so easy to, I was, I was thinking the other day too, and talking to a couple of my friends and they were like, we were going back and forth and I saw like the conversation gets so easily steered into like this negative uh, trap where mm-hmm. it's like oh, I'm feeling down on myself oh, I'm ugly oh, I'm this and I like put a stop to it. I'm like no we are going to feel good about ourselves and we're gonna go hydrate and we're gonna put on sunscreen like and I'm sure that gets like annoying to people at sometimes but if, if but on the reverse if that's the only thing you're hearing is negative you need something to counterbalance that otherwise what are you doing with your life
0: <laughs> seriously it's it takes a reminder. Sometimes it takes a friend to steer the conversation. Sometimes it happens a lot in the Facebook group. There are in general, I'm, I'm hopefully making a space for women to come and feel supported when the world is not supportive for them. And a lot of that can result in like conversations being skewed toward the shittiest parts of dating. And every time I see one, all I'm saying, if I do engage with those conversations, is just like, walk the fuck away. Like, walk away. If you're having this time with this person, walk away because you have nothing to lose. You're in a pile of shit right now. Walk away from the shit and then you have no more shit around you. Like, yeah. get away. Absolutely.
1: I tell people, I'm like, because uh, sometimes I'll get messages asking for <laughs> for dating advice. And I'm like, listen, my account's called Not Engaged. You don't want it from me. But <laughs> if, if someone's particularly like, yeah, he's like kind of a jerk, but like, I don't know if I should break up with him. I'm like... Picture the next 70 years of your life and picture that with a jerk. And now picture the next seven years of your life, like traveling or in with freedom or like with a nice person, like pick that second option every time, <laughs> like pick, pick the chance of something better. Absolutely. Uh, you know,
0: we are rounding the corner of a brand new decade. We do not put up with this horseshit anymore. We really don't.
1: It's coming and it's going to be beautiful and positive. I agree. It
0: has. I agree. What is, thus far, what has been the most surprising response or bit of feedback that you've received from Not Engaged?
1: That's a good question. I will say I am. I'm always surprised when uh, I get proposals from guys, (laughs) which there have been a handful. I know. I know. Uh, or, or, Or not even just proposals like, like, hey, like, what's up? Like, what's your... <laughs> i like, I just want to put it out there. That will never work. Like, consider this the equivalent of me sitting on the train with my headphones and my eyes closed. Like, that will not work. It's not a dating app. You're. It's, it's just not going to work. It's the it's internet just... equivalent of a cat call.
0: Who the fuck thinks that's going I... to work out well for them?
1: I don't know. But... Whoever that person is, it's not my type of person. <laughs> I'm sure it is for somebody, and good luck and God bless, but it is not my type of person. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um, yeah. Okay, I wasn't expecting the answer to be proposals,
1: but you know what? Let's... I think it is. I think that's the most surprising thing, especially especially after, like, if especially if they heard uh they found the account via some like news article they're like hey i saw you on like business insider like what's up and i'm like no that wasn't a a personal ad that was a news story about my <laughs> about my writing what, what were you thinking?
0: <laughs> Why can't it be more respectful? Why can't it be like, hi, Mary, I saw a story about you on Business, Business Insider, and I really liked what you had to say, and I think that, you know, maybe it would be great to get coffee sometime or whatever. Like, something sure. respectful and, like, elevated to the level we are at. Right. Like, don't hey baby oh, from the internet.
1: That's, yeah, that's not, that's not going to happen. But even even a couple that started out seeming okay and I would respond to be like, oh great, thanks so much. They're like, so what's your deal? I'm like, no, no. You you were almost like just a kind normal person for a second.
0: We almost (laughs) had one. Ladies, we almost had
1: one. So close. Don't send the second message next time.
0: (laughs) I know that it might seem like picking a favorite child, but do you have a favorite not engaged
1: moment or photo? A favorite not engaged moment, yes. And it's something that happened in real life, not online, which is even better. Um, A few weeks ago, I went to the uh, Fireside Conference, which is this conference up in Canada. It's very cool. It's tech free. Uh, You leave your phones in your cabins because it's at this camp and you get away from technology and you're all sitting around campfires and there's these inspiring speakers and s'mores and it's it's super fun and really cool um but for all the meals you're in this like mess hall uh which you know I'm sitting there and you have your like little lunch and they're making camp announcements and so they're you know talking about like cars that are parked in the wrong places and when the next uh, you know stained glass workshop is going to be and then all of a sudden they go and uh Mary McCarthy at Not Engaged, uh, could you come meet us after camp announcements? And I'm I'm such a rule follower, and I was I was like, oh my God, what did I do? Like I I left some door open, and a bear got it. Like I was just like, <laughs> head of like what I could have possibly done. And I go up after camp announcements, and the founder's like, how are you, are you having fun? Is it great? And I'm like, yeah, it's great. What I, what do you need? And he's like, oh, my sister is, like, a huge fan. She's here. She wants to meet you. And I was like, oh, my God, of course. I would love to meet her. And uh, I meet her, and her name's Rachel, and she's super sweet. And she's like, I have something for you. I'm like, you have something for me. And she made me a box of cookies that were not engaged themed And they were, they were so good. I posted pictures of them on my Instagram account, but uh, they were, like, she made tacos, like, based on the account. She made uh, champagne bottles and little hangers with, like, my logo on them. They were so good. I literally spent, like, the rest of the conference going around to keep, be like, look what a follower made me. <laughs> that is the cutest story I've ever it, heard in my life. It was so nice. And, I like, I wanted to do something for a while. I'm going to figure something out where I can, like, meet more followers in real life because uh, I would love to do something like that. But it was it was – it was so nice to like meet her and like the cookies were just like the nicest thing. And especially for me, I love baking. I was like, you have no idea how nice this is for me. (laughs) Um, yeah. So that was, that was really, really lovely.
0: We should head out on a single lady tour and just pick up a couple more voices in this space and we'll all go on a tour around the world and like, here we go. Uh, just make
1: sure everyone's okay like is everybody okay (laughs) how you doing you need a pep talk anybody we're doing great
0: (laughs) and if there are like men outside being like hey what's up we get to spray them in the face with a super soaker (laughs) oh god um so what is the question that I want to ask you I have a surprise for you at the end of this by the way Uh um yeah (laughs) it's a good one I promise you do not let a bear in the tent it's fine it's a box of cookies (laughs) What do you hope – I know this is a very large, like, high-level question. It doesn't need to be bigger than it has to be. But, like, what is the overall, like, message that you are trying to convey, if any, to the people that are following you? Because what you're doing is obviously – it's pretty statement-making, and it's one of Mm -hmm. the few things I've seen that is, like, that's somebody fighting on our team, essentially. And I'm wondering, like, you know, what are are you hoping – the average person takes away from your account.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question, and I, I think it's something that's formulated over time. Because if if you followed from the very beginning, you know that account has changed a little bit, but it's definitely um, where it is now. I think is at its strongest point. I think just to make sure everyone's going to be okay, whether you're single and you're you know you're making your scrambled egg dinners watching. Friends, reruns in your leggings for a fourth Saturday night in a row, or you're married or dating or just had your heart broken. You know, at the end of the day, you're not behind in life. I I feel like I spent so much of my time feeling like I was behind, that, that there was something wrong with me. And then I realized everyone's feeling behind. And that's what keeps us all anxious and not going after what we actually deserve. Because when we feel behind. We feel like we need to jump for the first life rack that might be okay for us. And usually that's right when your ship is about to come in. And so just figure out what are your dreams and aspirations and wants and hopes and fears. And if you are lucky enough to find someone who is on the same page about that stuff and make sure they are before signing any legal contracts with them, um, like, like just... Go for what you want and, and talk about the important things because I, I feel like those things don't happen as often as they should be. And while you're figuring out all of those things that are just life, um, have the best time doing it. Don't let anyone bring you down and don't date anyone named Dan. Those <laughs> are those I have to say <laughs> Rewind listen. that.
0: Listen to it again. Play it over yeah. and over again as many times <laughs> as you need to. People um, in your wall. Whatever Seriously. You there aren't enough there aren't enough reminders that if things aren't good, they don't have to stay not good. They don't have to be this this especially in the, the world that, that I'm operating in and creating content for, there is a lot of sense that whatever interaction you're having with someone that you want to date, you just kind of have to put up with anything in order to try and make it work because right. you got one on the hook. And it's so rare that we come into each other's orbit in a really tangible way now that like if you get one on the hook, you have to make that one work. And that's, I think, reiterating that kind of situation to yourself over and over and over again is really patterning. It it can be a really, I was in that horrific cycle for like a fucking decade. It's really bad. And anything that you can do to lift yourself out of it is an absolute blessing. And I think a lot of what you say is very helpful in lifting people out because it's it's good to laugh for a really good reason at something that's extremely relatable. And I think a lot of why those negative memes are so funny and so popular is they're so relatable, but
1: that doesn't yeah. mean that they're not reinforcing negativity anyway. For sure. And I think what you said is exactly right. If you, if you feel like you've got your hook into something, I have to make this work. Um, you know, that's what keeps First of all, on like the various carry and keeps desperate people in desperate situations. And then on the more positive end, keeps people who, you know, you things could be so much better, even if it even if it's just communicating better with what you want and need. It doesn't mean like end your marriage. (laughs) Like it just it could just easily be like, hey, like this is what's going on for me and we need to talk about this. And I I feel like and, and talking about things, having hard conversations before you take the next step because I feel like people are afraid to do that and then they don't get what they want and then they're not sure why they didn't get what they wanted like talk about it it's probably going to be okay but say how you're feeling
0: yeah it's probably going to be okay I want that on a tote bag right because it
1: probably will be I like I think about things that I and I'm I am one to talk because I'm like a ball of anxiety. But there have been so many times where I like worked myself up and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be just like, like even the uh, camp situation where they asked to talk to me, but asking for what I want solves so many problems sometimes. Like sometimes people are just like super accommodating, but you know, hopefully your boyfriend will be too. (laughs) (laughs)
0: There is a very cynical side of me that I'm working on, by the way, because I don't think it's serving me well. But um, there is a cynical side of me that when I see engagement photos posted online in any capacity, mm-hmm. there's a part of me that's wondering if maybe the people posting them don't feel like they like won some kind of a prize. And now they get to do this thing that other people got to do. They get to announce their engagement on the internet. And that's like a thing now. And I'm The cynical part of me is like, was that more important than the next 60 years of your life? Did you think about that enough?
1: Yeah. So that's, that's, I think the thing it's not, I, I surprisingly, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with like you posting your engagement ring or your engagement photos. Like if, if you're happy and that's, I, I'm not here. There's that tweet that's going viral right now. Like let's not take the joy out of people's like avocado toast and pumpkin spice lattes. Like that's true. Like don't take anybody's joy out of anything but I think the bigger problem is is like the pressure you felt that you needed to do that or the or the we're posting photos because I need to like validate this relationship for myself that's where the problem comes in I don't like for someone who has this parody account about <laughs> being single and, and posting uh, photos of my naked left hand um, you know the post away all of your love photos as long as like you're happy and you're genuine and you're in a safe loving relationship I that's great um but I hope it's for the right reasons and I hope that you're like exactly like you said you're posting it because you're just letting your family know you know yeah yeah I'm not I'm not a big fan of engaged
0: culture Mm -hmm. online and then I, and I thought about this a lot since we booked this conversation in the time that we decided to record this podcast episode during that time frame, one of my best friends on earth got engaged mm-hmm. and one of mine did too. <laughs> I knew it was coming. And yeah. so I was checking my Instagram every day that she was away in Scotland because I knew it was coming on that trip. Mm-hmm. And it was because I wanted to see that picture. I knew that it was coming and I knew that that's how I was going to find out. It wasn't, she texted me, but I knew that I was going to see it on. Sure online and I remember thinking like I have never ever wanted to see one of these photos and that whole experience just taught me like there is genuine joy in this thing that I used to find so cheesy and so forced and so uh, like snotty in a way like it it was it used to feel like bragging to me it used to feel like something that like weighed me down like I I was being squashed between two iron plates every time I saw another one and that Watching her get engaged was just, uh, it was a very new feeling, like wanting to see that picture and like fucking screaming at my phone when I saw it. It was just so joyful. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I don't think like if that were to happen 10 years ago, I think I would have had a little bit of sadness seeing it because she is so close to me. But this time there was not one grain of sadness Uh. at all. I could not be happier for her.
1: Well, maybe that's it too. I mean, like we're, we're so genuinely happy for the people we love when they like reach these milestones. And I I mean, at least I hope, if not, there's some other things you might need to check in with yourself, but uh, you know, when they reach these milestones and, and feeling so happy for your friends and maybe that's it too, is just like sort of moderating the content that you take in, especially, you know, if, if you're like of a certain age and like your entire newsfeed is people getting engaged. And if you need to take a break from that from strangers you haven't seen since high school, just take a break from it. No, it's totally fine. Um, And you shouldn't have to like take that all in if it's going to make you feel bad or feel behind. I think, I think moderating that content for yourself, um, just do that if that's what you need, you know? But I think that's, I think that's really a point that I never really thought about. Like we're so happy when it's like the people that are closest to us And so it's not really, like, about the photo. It's about, like, I guess if you saw strangers on the street getting engaged, it's not really the same feeling either. (laughs) For me, get a picture (laughs) with my hand. Block their faces. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. That's, like, the golden (laughs) shot. Like, (laughs) you,
1: I've got a couple. But sometimes I'm, like, I don't want to ruin their day. Like, I just want it to be, like, their feet so I can see the dress. But, like, I don't want to ruin it for them. I don't know. If I can get it right, then I. Then it's good. <laughs> I
0: bet if you walked up to them and introduced yourself, they would be like, oh my God, take a picture with us, please.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it would be amazing. Um, What is the best comment
1: or email that you've ever received from a follower? Ooh. I, I do have a particular comment, which I can – let me pull it up so I can read it. But there are – anytime I get comments where um, I've, like, inspired people to travel, that personally is, like – it's like a personal achievement for me because solo traveling is so important, I feel like, and it was really important to me and uh, developing as a person that if if any of my guides or I've helped you at all to do that, I'm, I feel very accomplished. But my favorite comment, I think, is this uh you're like dr seuss for single drunk women i mean come on i can't think of anything better i want to do with a glass of wine than laugh at these posts in a book without having to look at my phone it's like humans of new york but not as dad <laughs> 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 that made me chuckle so much that i have it saved and it's just it's just one of my favorite things <laughs> now it's just
0: one of my favorite things
1: also so. <laughs> i also live a Honey, but not as sad, which is so true. That's so good. <laughs> <It's> so, good. <laughs> so good. My
0: surprise for you. Oh, boy. Before we started recording, I went into my Facebook group and I told them that we were recording. I told them Uh-oh. I was going to be talking to you. And I said, yeah. do you have any questions for her? And this is the closest uh-huh. I will ever get. Well, maybe not. Maybe I'll be in radio one day. But I have massive jealousy for people that are on the radio and have radio shows and people can call in and email and all of that. So totally. for the last... 45 minutes they've been oh. able to leave comments on this question. So I am i haven't read them and I'm going okay. to read them to you now and see what people want to know from right, Mary. Let's see. Okay. So her posts reference saving part of her paycheck every month and some other finance things. I'd love to hear her financial tips. Ooh. so Ooh.
1: Nice. Cool. Um, Okay, great. I've been wanting to do some – collaboration with like a real financial advisor for a while so if there's anyone out there I'd love to uh chat with you but um my personal tips are uh I actually I use Vest, which is the um financial planning for women I really like it I I don't collaborate with them I'm not endorsed by them but I really really like them um I like the I I'm a big advocate of doing a budget that works for you. I know a lot of people push like the 50 20 30 rule, but if that doesn't fit your financial life, then tweak it. <laughs> um, but I I have a budget that I use. I use um I'm a spreadsheet nerd. I use Airtable, which I really like, which you can um I think it's a little bit more flexible and there's drop down menus and there's a good budget tool, and so I usually use that and I can put in Um, my numbers and stuff, but, um, yeah, those are some of my tips. I don't live like strictly by a budget because I also, I I like LFS thing where it's like buy the latte if you need it. Like you don't have to feel restricted by anything. Um, yeah, I don't. That was a lot of rambling. I don't know if there's any good tips in there. Oh, there's many. There's many. <laughs> I'll try and do a good uh, story series at some point for finances because I know that's a question that comes up a lot.
0: Amazing, and I have spoken with a finance finance expert before, and everybody was so into it. There are so many questions and so little discussions yeah. out there that like make sense and have concrete to dos that are doable. Like we're not investing in, you know. Not all of us can buy a house, but we still want to be able to have an investment account and save money and have our money work for
1: us. So Yeah. And I think credit scores are super important and they're super important to talk about before you get engaged. So those are my really I feel passionately about credit scores. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah.
0: I've always wondered about that, like how the idea of two people merging their money is such a foreign concept to me. I think that's gonna be a really big lesson when I whenever I partner. Like
1: yeah. Because I've always thought
0: in my head, like, I'm not merging shit. <laughs> well,
1: a lot of people do it in very different ways. Some people just, like, uh, share one joint bank account. Some share none. Like, I don't really know how that works. But I think you have to do whatever is right for you. I think you can read a bunch of different sources and then do what works for you. I think that's another trap people fall into is, like, they read one thing and they're like, I'm going to do this. And it's wrong for them. So, well, I think you probably have to read it together and decide. Yeah, like, totally. yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're partnering with someone, you guys have to be on the same page
0: for sure. My my whole head agrees with you, and there's one sinister part of my brain that's like, there is one account he's never going to know about. <laughs> like, oh,
1: yeah. all this the little guy. nest egg, like you put away, it's under the mattress,
0: like, <laughs> wherever it is. Like I leave it to the cat when I die. That kind of shit. Yeah, that's you- what's happening. Yeah. Um, all right, more comments from the Facebook group. Um the next one says, Oh my god, yes, no questions, just grateful she exists.
1: Aww, thanks
0: following one is f Yes. That's the entirety <laughs> of the comment. Cool. Um next one is I love her page, that's going to be awesome. There's just a lot of positivity just flowing out of this.
1: I love this is what I mean. This whole
0: audience is they're just the sweetest. Seriously this one we've slightly touched on this so she says oh yes love this very much i'd love to know how she combats the sadly inevitable pushback on publicly living a happy single life there must be trolls what's her strategy for addressing or not addressing the ugliness of others projections while she's just living life satisfied as a singleton also applicable to you as well Shaney. <laughs>
1: um that's a great question yeah there are trolls i i I think I'm lucky in the sense I have a very supportive family. I don't normally have to deal with like the, uh, pastoring questions. I'm also the oldest cousin, like of all my, like, uh, well, I'm the oldest of all my cousins. Uh, and so none of us have been like engaged or anything yet. So there's not sort of the, like, Liz is engaged. Why aren't you like, like, there's none of that yet. Uh, that was the
0: best transatlantic accent I have ever heard in my life, by the way. Well done.
1: Thank you. I could do the whole eastern seaboard. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but I, I think it's hard. I think it's, uh, hard. What do I want to say?
0: This part you might need to edit a little bit. <laughs> you know I love to leave that shit in too sometimes yeah, when it's like, you
1: should cut this out. I'm like, I'm not cutting shit out. That was hilarious. In there. You know, I, I for me, it's hard when it's the um, – like society as a whole like the media and like the ads that I get on on Facebook I'm getting so many ads right now I think the internet thinks I'm having a baby because the amount of baby ads that I have like we've skipped over in the marriage part and it's just all baby ads and I'm like I get it <laughs> I know what I'm supposed to be doing but I think just circling back with yourself and figuring out what you want, not what anybody else wants for you. Um, and like checking in with your goals, right? Like, what am I doing in this present moment? What do I need to be doing for what I want? And just keeping it on yourself until Aunt Lydia is happy with whatever she wants from your life. Just, you know, I know the holidays especially can be tough for people. Um, but I think just staying strong. And when you need to like leave the room if people are pestering you like that, just leave the room. Just hide in the bathroom for a second. <laughs>
0: One of the things I'm trying to work on is my answer to the exact same question yeah. used to be that I'd like and sometimes still is that like I want to do something to make the space better for the girl they talk to after me. So I want to mm-hmm. help educate other people about you know, it's really not a great question to ask somebody, are you seeing anybody? It's really not a great question to say, how are you still single? That's really not a kindness that you're doing that's that's putting someone in a really awkward spot. So one of the things I'm trying to work on is like to answer that in a really like loving way so that I'm educating somebody while not offending them at the same time. Because I just, I don't want to put negativity in the world, but I also don't want to have to continually be this like shock absorber for other
1: people's like shitty questions? Sure. And I I think, you know, answering in a loving way, I think that's a really good point, because I think also to try and reframe the question in a loving way, right? Especially when it's a family member, chances are they're not actually attacking you, even though it it might feel that way. And so looking at the question as like it is a form of concern in their view and like just taking it as love rather than an attack which I know can feel very difficult sometimes, but it's probably a good practice.
0: It absolutely is. And I want to leave the single space better than when I found it. I don't want to stop until I can do that. So trying, but also there's a huge part of me that just wants to be like, never ask this question again. You're hurting people. Please stop. But I I don't want to come from an angry place because I've done that for like
1: 37 years and maybe it's time for like a new vibe. I don't know. Um, I have like snarky answers that, you can give, but it's sort of the same thing. It depends, I guess, on who's asking you the question. You know, if it's grandma, just give grandma a break.
0: <laughs> grandma always gets a break, but internet trolls—I don't know, I
1: don't know, no, I don't know about them. No, uh, no, for the for the very few, again, knock on wood, internet trolls. I I don't respond to trolls like troll trolls. I don't respond to them um, because I don't it, Instagram and not just Instagram, but like. Facebook, Twitter, they sort of thrive on that kind of content because that content gets pushed to the top and it doesn't deserve to. Uh, And so if I can give a message to followers, don't respond to them either if you see them like, because it just pushes the comment to the top and it's not worth it.
0: I get a lot of that shit from my Refinery series. There are a lot of negative comments and some of them say very, very hurtful things. And I read them for many reasons. One, I want to know what the response to what I've written is because I want to write better the next time. But also now they have an added bonus. Like I just pitched an awesome story based off of a comment that a troll left. I'm like, thank you for helping me make money. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's it too. Like taking it and saying, oh, okay, great. How can I use this in my next (laughs) – you're going to be the next name I use, (laughs) Joshua. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Um, What overall
0: is your favorite part about being single?
1: Ooh, my favorite part about being single – um, I live alone so I love that I can just like spread out in the kitchen my living room is perfectly designed is exactly as I want it it's always clean Um, I like that I can travel whenever I want like uh, last year I just booked tickets to London like for a week later and I was just able to go and without checking in um, with anyone Yeah. And just just I I think, too, that when you're single, like there's always like the possibility. Right. There's always the the door is open or it's closed or it's halfway closed, whatever you want it to be. You have the choice. Um, But it's uh, yeah, it's your life can still turn in any which way you want, which I think is exciting. It's not a scary or sad thing. I think it's a, a very exciting
0: place to be. So do I. Looking yeah. forward to the future rather than fearing it is the greatest lesson that you can teach yourself. And it For takes sure. might take a little bit of practice and getting used to, but I think once you can start to see what's coming as like an excitement rather than as like a fearful, oh God, I don't know what's coming, like yeah. starting to see it as like, I can't wait to see what's coming. It just puts right. you in a different mindset overall and you like, you move through the world in a different way
1: when you operate like that in general, I think totally and it takes practice too like it takes actively like remembering to do that because it's it's very easy to slip into like i'm going to die alone like <laughs> it's so easy to do that and i probably texted that to my best friend last week but you know it's it's just overall just reminding yourself that if you're in this position there's so many ways your life can turn you know what i mean or even if you're like married like who knows what jobs come along or where you guys will move or anything like that. So yeah, just always being excited for what's next.
0: I feel like everybody knows where they can follow you, but um, (laughs) is there any place else we can keep up with you? Any work that you're doing right now that we can check out or follow along with? How can everybody keep up with you?
1: Yeah. Well, um, so at not engaged, that's the, that's why I'm here. Um, My personal account is at Hey, it's Mary Mick MC. So Hey, it's Mary MC, like McCarthy. Um, And then at the good pie girl, uh, I will make season two eventually. (laughs) It will happen. I promise. Season one is up there. Season two is written. Every time I've gone to like film it, another thing with not engaged has happened, which is great, uh, but I will make season two at some point. So stay
0: tuned. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me and for sharing your your wisdom and your Instagram account with all of us. We love it. We follow it all the time and we appreciate you very much.
1: Thank you for having me. This was lovely.